are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet and the show for fans who know what happened. They want to know why and how we are live on youtube and apparently having some audio issues on youtube not really sure what to do with that right now what is going on hey what's up so sorry that that was something that we were having to deal with uh we are back uh, had some had some audio issues on YouTube. Um, I, I hope we're capturing the right microphone. I'm not entirely sure that we're capturing the right, right microphone. But guess what? This is live, essentially TV. Uh, and so we're just going to have to we're just going to have to go through with it. We're just going to have to figure this all out. Thank you all for being here. Today's episode is brought to you by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL, and it's the only place to score a once in a lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. Hi, we are trying to do this thing on YouTube. I, I do apologize if we had any issues connecting. Um, technology is wonderful when it works and when it doesn't work, it's very, very, very annoying. We are Packers Bears. Rivalry week. It's Friday. Uh, the the injury part of this is not as interesting to me. So I want to start somewhere else. Devondre Campbell is back. He practiced on Friday, uh, activated off the COVID-19 reserve list. And so he has a good chance to play on Sunday. What is more interesting to me we had a feeling when when we found out that he was going on the uh, list that he would have a chance to play because of all of the the um, mechanisms in place for players when they go into these protocols. And this does suggest that he was an unvaccinated player. That's not the point of all of this. Um, he's going to play, it sounds like. It raised the question with me when I was thinking about, okay, who are the players that this defense cannot afford to lose? Before the season, I probably would have said Jair Alexander, right? That that would have been the guy that this defense absolutely cannot afford to lose. But it turns out they can afford to lose Jair Alexander because they have for most of the season, and yet they've continued to win games. It's in fact remarkable what they've been able to do winning games without Jair Alexander, with Eric Stokes and Kevin King and Rasul Douglas and Chandon Sullivan. And at times it, it has felt like the island of misfit toys here in the secondary. Then I probably would have said after that, I would have said Zedarius Smith. And yet this defense has gotten better from last year because Rashawn Gary has taken that leap. You've gotten uh, incremental improvement from Jonathan Garvin, Preston Smith with a bounce back season. And you're able to 
deal with all of the injuries in this defense, Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith. So now the guys that really we thought would have just been absolutely irreplaceable guys that you just couldn't play defense without and feel like you had any chance, any chance of being even halfway decent. And yet the Packers defense has improved year over year without Zadarius Smith and without Jair Alexander. That is pretty remarkable. It is a testament to Joe Barry and, and, and the players on this defense. That leads me back to Devondre Campbell. His presence in this defense, his ability to play the run, to come downhill, to shoot gaps, and create negatives. In this Joe Barry defense, you have to be able to create negatives because if a team does play efficiently, if you play a team with an offense that can be as efficient as Green Bay's, that is going to take four or five drives, 10, 12 plays, 15 plays, and go score. And I don't mean score field goals, I mean score touchdowns. That has been essential to create negatives because it makes it so much harder to create those long drives if now you're in second and 12. Or on second and six, now it's third and eight. Those negative plays are so important. And then his ability to stay on the field for three downs. That that you can play big in nickel with Devondre Campbell. He can cover guys one on one. He can he can spot drop in zone. He can pattern match underneath. His communication on crossing routes, it has been so vital to this defense. I don't know how they play defense without him because they don't have anyone even close to approximating what he can do. They had the Jalen Smith experiment. Not that guy. They have Chris Barnes, who is excellent playing off of Campbell because of everything Campbell can do that makes this defense go. Now, being able to play behind Kenny Clark, this is this was a big discussion. You remember a couple of years ago, Blake Martinez had that great season and statistically, but he's flying downhill. He's making plays and you're going, man, this guy's a player. And if you watch the tape, you were seeing Kenny Clark and Mike Daniels eat double teams. One of them was eating a double team basically on every run fit and, and not being moved. That was the thing. And in fact, there's this great screenshot, Ben Fennell, I believe it was, uh, put out uh, during that season when Kenny Clark is taking on two blocks and Mike Daniels is taking on two blocks. You're going to keep your linebackers clean when you do that. Kenny Clark's ability to take double teams, to penetrate and, and force cutbacks, to pressure quarterbacks on early downs. It has been so important for Devondre because there was a number of times we were watching the Seattle game and Russell Wilson would have nowhere to go with the ball, but he wouldn't really have rush in his face because they didn't rush him hard, hard. They didn't rush him up the field. It was stay in your lanes and just try and push the pocket. And he would try and sneak out. He would try and find a little gap. And all of a sudden, there's Devondre. They, they used him as a spy. He has that athletic ability to do that with these running quarterbacks. I'm fascinated to see how the Packers try and prepare for Lamar Jackson in a week. And I, I think that part of it is, is preparation for this game, Justin Fields. 
It looks like Justin Fields is going to be the quarterback. And they are probably going to have to, not probably, they are going to have to account for Fields in the run game. Now, the, the Bears have been, for some reason, loath to do that. I don't understand it, if I'm being honest. But um, they they have not created a bunch of creative run packages. And for a guy who had to go to the hospital uh, to have his ribs checked out the last time he was out there, I, I can't imagine that they're going to risk the face of the franchise and the future of the franchise for a mid-December game when you're really out of the playoff mix. I understand you want to beat your rivals and all that. I don't think you're going to see it designed. Eventually, I think you will, depending on who comes in and and is the offensive engine behind whatever Chicago wants to do next. The, The plan, though, has to be to have someone account for Fields as a runner. Now, I thought that they they I I guess I was a little surprised that they didn't heat up fields a little bit more in the first meeting. Um, They were able to get home with four. Eventually, Kenny Clark just like enforced uh, his will on on everything on everything at the end of that Bears game the first time around. Um, I thought they could have they could have made Justin Fields make some more plays, sent five, sent six. And and make him decide what's going on. Make him make him have to read quickly. Speed up his process is what they call it. And they didn't do that. I wonder if they'll do that in this game. It has not been really part of their MO so far this season. Um, so it's just it's something to keep in mind um, as Green Bay tries to prepare here. I, I the Kenny Clark part of this and Devondre Campbell they go hand in hand in a lot of ways. But what this secondary has been able to patchwork together. Along with the safeties and and Devondre Campbell, that has that has been what has allowed someone like Eric Stokes, someone like Russell Douglas, even Kevin King at times, to play with a freedom understanding. If I pass this guy off inside in zone, someone's coming to get him, and someone who can run with him. And that has been such a stark transformation for me as I've watched this team that they just look different defending the middle of the field because Devondre Campbell is out there. And that is so important to what this defense is. If you can do that, and then now Jair Alexander, who is, according to Matt LaFleur, progressing nicely. That's the phrasing he used. Zadarius Smith wants to be out there. We'll see if he gets a chance to be out there. Now you put those field tilters out there along with Devondre Campbell. Man, now, now you really have something defensively for as good as they've already been. I know that there are plenty of Packer fans out there um, planning their Super Bowl trips. LA, beautiful in February. It, it is a great opportunity. This could be it for Aaron Rodgers potentially. I don't think so, but we'll see. And Super Bowl 56 at SoFi, we're talking about less than 100 days until it, until the game. And on location, the the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels. There are so many great hotels in LA. Every time my wife goes, I'm so jealous of where she stays. 
and food by the great Wolfgang Puck, one of my favorites. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is awesome. It is delicious. I shouldn't have to go on. I shouldn't need to tell you anything more about it, but guess what? I will because not only is it delicious, it's awesome because it's delicious while also being low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, and low in fat while also being high in protein. They have these, these built puffs. Oh my goodness. You guys, marshmallow and the chocolate and all the flavors. It's you, you have to try them. I, I keep telling you, if you haven't tried them, you don't understand that what sounds like puffery, what sounds like an exaggeration in terms of being the best tasting protein bar ever, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, all that stuff. You think it's just a fun tagline. It is for real. And if you haven't tried it, now is the perfect time. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That makes it easier for you to try something that I'm telling you, you are going to like. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. So the Packers and the Bears. We we did our crossover with Lauren uh, earlier in the week. If you haven't checked out that interview, go check it out. Um, and if... You haven't checked out my conversation with Sarah Spain. You can also go do that, chatting about Justin Fields and, and what that was like. Um, this, this Packers offense, without Randall Cobb, they need to find ways to attack this Bears secondary because it's just outside of Jalen Johnson, who's a nice player. It's not very good. And they got Jalen Johnson a couple times in that first meeting um, for some big plays. You can attack the other guys. If Green Bay can run the ball, they're going to have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. That makes the play-action game easier. One little, one little thing to keep an eye on. First down. I've talked to you in the past about what's going on on first down. And the Packers are, by DVOA, they are, they are a top-five offense, right? And on first down, they're 15th in DVOA. The reason they can still be a top-five offense and be aggressively mediocre on first down is they are um, very good on second down, fifth in DVOA, and third on third down by DVOA. And the reason it's those are I, I like DVOA, and and if you if you missed the Aaron Shots conversation, go back and listen to that. Uh, I was I was surprised and 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 heartened by how many people really liked that conversation, really liked hearing from Aaron. It is a uh, a very nerdy conversation, but the reason I like DVOA is if if you're facing a team that has a good third down defense and you do well against them, that reflects better on you than just the pure numbers. And and to me, opponent adjusting is really important. So Green Bay against teams who are bad on offense or bad on defense on first down, so can't do anything against teams who are good on defense on first down. They're like okay, probably probably solid. That's how you get 15th by DVOA. If they can, if they can throw it a little bit more effectively on first down, maybe see a little bit more play action. That's something that I'd really like to see them get going here as we head toward uh, the playoffs. 
that first down play action pass, whether it's an RPO and it's not really play action or it is um, true play action, hard play action to a deep shot, um, or it's just a simple little you know play action token fake into a glance route, little inbreaker for Devontae Adams on the outside, great. They have to find ways to be a little bit more efficient on first down to get in those second and manageables. Because second and long, they're they're doing great. Second and eight, they're turning into third and four. They're turning into first downs pretty effectively. It's about trying to get some of those, turning first downs into first downs and building them that way is something that this offense is just missing right now. And so that is um, that that is a place where I think they can make some incremental improvements. And against a team with no Khalil Mack, uh, and and a secondary that is very much vulnerable. Uh, that's something that that I think we need to keep an eye on. Uh, Reed wants to know in the chat if I am a Wisconsin native. Uh, I am, in fact, a Wisconsin native. I grew up in Milwaukee, in Milwaukee uh, on the east side of Milwaukee in Shorewood originally, and uh, I came out east uh, in college. I came back home eventually, um, and then back out east, where I am currently. So, uh, and I, and I go back often. So, uh, if you're, if you're around, come say hi. Um, Cyrus wants to know how come knows how you doing this week? So no Lily this week, and I'm very sad about it. We did talk, but we did not record it for a podcast. Um, part of it was the schedule. Part of it was, um, that, that we were able to get Sarah Spain. And it's not that there was a one for one replacement. It was just, it just so happened that she was able to come on when she was. I really wanted to promote um, that toy drive. Thank you to everyone who was a part of that. Um, it, it, that that drive that Sarah did was so successful that they sold out of the Amazon wish list toys for those kids who were in families that were victims of domestic violence. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go find the link. We tweeted it out from the Locked On Packers feed. Lily will be back. I promise you, Lily will be back. So um, that is that is something that we we will not go away from. I promise you. Another one from the chat: Why has Rasul been able to come in and play this well, coming in midway through the season? Great question. I don't have a good answer for it. I really don't. Um, he's a veteran, and so that helps. But most players, okay. 99.5% of players, and I, I think we actually exaggerate how big that 0.5% is. Um, they need to be in the perfect situation for them to succeed in a meaningful way. Most players need the right system, the right people around them, all that stuff. Very few people are going to succeed anyway. And, and a lot of times it's the people who are not as scheme dependent. It is, um, you know, a pass rushing edge. It's like they're going to succeed. They're just they're going to be fine. Or it's a deep a deep receiver. Um, even even in those situations, though, someone like Jalen Waddle in Miami, who has this great speed, he's got an A dot of like five. Uh, not being used to the best of his abilities. He's in the perfect situation for him because he is big. He's physical. He's smart, he's a worker, and he does not have to turn and run with receivers in man coverage a ton. He does not have to cover these, these shifty guys in, in um, you know, down the field in man coverage, turn his, flip his hips a bunch. It's not what he does. As a zone corner, he is 
very smart, very instinctive, has good ball skills, and he's it's it's all coming together for him. And you love to see it. You really do. Um, Nicholas Smith wants to know on a neutral field, Packers and Bucks, who you got and who would be favored. Right now, right now, on a neutral field, well, this one I can say with confidence, the Buccaneers would be favored on a neutral field. Um, in, in that game, Green Bay could win. I In one game, anything is possible. I don't think with this version of the Packers, you would... In, in good faith, predict Green Bay to win. Now, with David Bakhtiari, different story. With Jair Alexander, different story. With Sidarius Smith, different story. So again, I think in, in almost any event right now at this point, Green Bay would be favored in that matchup. What would it take for me to pick Green Bay in that matchup? Well, I think all three of those guys being healthy. Now at home in the NFC Championship game, um, I think you could probably, if they had David Bakhtari and Jair Alexander and Randall Cobb is able to come back, I think that's an important one too. I think I would pick Green Bay. I remember I picked Green I think I picked Green Bay last year. Um, and so I, I yeah, and at, at Lambeau is really all that matters, honestly. Because it's not going to be a neutral field. They don't play on a neutral field. They will They will not ever play at a neutral field. So, um, yeah, I think that's where we are with that one. Uh, Cyrus points out a, a, a good thing to mention, and I, I do want to mention it. Um, Demarius Thomas, who is, is one of uh, the best receivers of the last, you know, 10 or so years, um, tragically passed. Uh, this week uh, in in um, what what was way too soon, you know, not, not that there is a, a an appropriate time for most people, but I think I believe he was 33 years old. Um, and um, it's a really a really sad situation. He was apparently beloved um, in, in locker rooms and communities by media, by fans, by coaches, by players, by everyone. So um, it's it's a reminder to all of us the, how how precious this all is. And to to really um, feel gratitude, as Aaron Rodgers always wants to say, and to let people know, let people know what they mean to you. Let people know that you're grateful for their presence in your for their presence in your life. Um, it's it's really uh, an important thing for all of us to do, and and I think we should all do it, do it a little bit more. Today's episode is brought to you by a new sponsor. And we are happy to have them. Uh, Stance. Stance is a, a really cool company. They are founded in 2009. Uh, they, they represent a radical reinvention of socks, of underwear, and active apparel. And, and goodness, could they use an active reinvention? This is something that, that I don't think we talk about enough, especially as, as guys. I will speak for, for me. Socks. It's just a thing you wear. Underwear, just a thing you wear. Even at active apparel, it's just a just a thing you wear. But there is stuff out there that's comfy, stuff out there that is actually really great for your skin and, and it's going to make you feel 
like like you're having fun. Also, guess what? You can have designs. That is the cool thing about stance. Wu-Tang Clan. They ain't nothing to you know what with. Batman, The Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL, Packers. What stance apparel item would you want with a little G on it? These things are all within your reach at Stance. Stance. Self-expression is what they want. They want you to, to wear something that you feel cool in, that you feel really good about. It is a fun opportunity for you to make something that we don't think about very often. Think about making it your own. Stance believe that the perfect fit matters more than fitting and that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use the promo code Locked On at checkout to get that 15% off and enjoy the color and comfort of a less ordinary life with Stance. So um, Chris wants to know, have you read any of the books off the Aaron Rodgers book club? Yes, I have. Um, I have not read all of them. Some of them I have no intention of reading. <laughs> um and not not because they're bad necessarily, but just because I'm just like, I it's just not for me. Um, and then there are some books that I'm really excited to to read in the off season. I, I during the season I just don't have enough. I don't have enough of them. Um, I don't have enough time to get to to get to them. Books are something I usually read on vacation, and I plow through them. On you know, you go somewhere on a beach and just sit there and read all day. It's the best. I love it. Um, have not had that opportunity. I'll probably get to some on Christmas. I, I haven't read Where Men Win Glory. Um, that's the the Pat Tillman one that I'm really excited to read. Um, there's there's some more on there that that I want to get to, but you know, The Alchemist, The Giver. There, there's some really good stuff on there that I, that I highly recommend people check out. Um, so yeah, check that, check that out. Um, I have an idea for a post that I don't want to give away on the leap newsletter. I would love for you to subscribe to. Um, and I don't want to, I don't even want to, I don't even want to hint at what it is. I'm not even going to hint, not going to give it away. Uh, but definitely check out some of the books on there. They're, they're really, um, some of them are, are really good. And, and if they are like, I don't know if that's for me, that's fine. It's fine. doesn't mean you wouldn't be friends with Aaron Rodgers. He, he's very into mindfulness and to self-improvement and self-reflection. And so he's a lot of those books are like that. Um, so if that's what you're into, great. Read them and and you know, put those put those things into practice if if that's gonna help you in your life. And and for a lot of people, it really does. I I have the Packers this week. I have them, I have them big. I have them big. Yeah, I have them big 31 to 14. That's where I, that's where I'm going this week. I I don't think the Bears lay down, but Green Bay is definitely better. Um, and this is a game in Green Bay that they know is the start of everything for them. And the last two years, they've I think they've gone five and zero and six and zero to end seasons when when they've been pushing toward number one seeds. Green Bay, if they win out, I'm telling you, they're going to be the number one seed. And they know that, and and Marquez Valdez-Scantling said on Game On Wisconsin this week that the number one seed is important. And so, you know, the number one seed is important. They care about it. It's something that they're that they're thinking on. So uh, th- they're going to come in focused, I think. 
And they know that that guys like David Bakhtiari could be back soon. Jair Alexander could be back soon. Zadarius Smith could be back soon. So you bank these wins now, and all of a sudden you could be, you know, not a juggernaut because there isn't there isn't one of those this year. But they could be really really playing well as we as we head into the postseason. We'll be back on Monday. But before we before we do, you'll get the podcast feed on Monday. But if you want to watch the live stream Sunday night. Great opportunity. You'll get the show first, right after the game, right after Packers-Bears. We're live on YouTube right back here. So come hang, come check us out. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775. To stay Locked on Packers.